So the grace of God it, it will continue. And then I trust that the Holy Spirit will be our help today so that his word can spread and become an encouragement and courage of strength to his people across um, the world, especially those he has given me to lead to his coming by the message of this time, uh, the present truth. So, without a waste of time, saints, I want us to read the scripture in the book of Romans. The book of Romans, um, I think we'll find our scripture there. We'll read Romans chapter 8 from verse 29. Um, what we are dealing with saints here is uh, uh, the work that the Lord has done and his, uh, the original intent of him being sent here on earth. We need to just have that. We need to have the understanding of why was Jesus sent on the earth Somehow we miss these things. Somehow we miss these things and it's, it's very important that we do not miss a thing. So it is in line with the series that we had on Sunday. And uh, yesterday we dealt with the issue of the facts, to look at uh, the facts on both sides and then, because normally when they, uh, you are being attacked in the last day by the, the flood of apostasy, it will be that these are facts. You understand that? So I just want you to know how God deals with facts. So even if anything can be a fact, but how does God deal with that scripturally? Nobody can just, just come to you and say, look at this, uh, uh, Paul was a murderer, killing Christians. So therefore, it's a fact. We understand that Paul says it by himself. But then the truth is, uh, uh, how did God deal with it? What is what is the will of God about it? It's it's not what we it's not it's not a thing that 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 we just take it and say, Oh my goodness, I don't read the, the Paul scriptures anymore and Paul means nothing to me anymore. It's it is also terrible to, to, to realize that uh, people would leave the message and then they say they went to the Bible. The message is the Bible. Amen. You can't go to the message from the message and go to the Bible. You went to a closed book. Because a message is an open book. Amen. It is the Bible being revealed in the time that we are living in. That is the message. It is the Bible being revealed in the time that we are living in. And uh, the message and emphasizes not adding or subtracting. Amen. We need to understand that. Because if you say Adam ate a particular fruit, you will need to tell us which that fruit is, Amen. what that fruit is, which is, among other fruits, which one is it? You, you know, we, we, can, we can bring that, and then for, for, for an example, uh, uh, even the baptism and then the preaching of women and all the placement of women, 
all these other things. You can just do as everybody is doing. You can conclude. If you leave the message, you can conclude to do anything you want to do. Mm. And nobody would say anything because that's what the world is doing. Everybody believes the Bible. Everybody, they just go for the Bible only. That's what we need to understand. But the truth is, the message tells us of the authority of God's weight. The truth is, we need to also understand what is Biblia. The way the Bible comes out of the word Biblia. So you need to understand why was it called Biblia? From that tree. And then it was rolled, scrolled, and so forth. And now today, after it has been made, in a way it is, as a, even the word Bible does not mean a, a collection of books. No. You need to understand that. That the word Bible comes out of the word Biblia. And now, you can't actually say, you can't just say, I, 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 I left the message, now I, I believe the Bible. How, how do you believe the Bible? You, you tell us. You need to tell. You can tell everybody in the world, or the Pentecostals, or any, any nominal people or from nominal churches and denominations and so forth, that you are now believing in the Bible only. You can tell them that, but you can't tell us that. Mm. Our eyes are open. Yes, sir. We are not blinded by Laodicea. Amen. Blessed be his holy name. Amen. So, saints, to bring comfort to you, to bring... It is the word of God that brings that to us. Amen. Because the word of God is truth. And it is the word of God is in fact the, the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ and life. Amen. So you need to understand what, we, what we're dealing with here. And then it has to bring to us freedom. Now we're going to look at it and realize that Everyone on earth has facts, and God has dealt with them. Amen. But it would matter to the one who believed in the only name of the begotten Son of God. Number two, it was actually made for the chosen one of God or the elect. Amen. Now, as we read the scripture, saints, we can actually take it further from there. Now, saints, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are their called Amen. according to his purpose. Now, he continues to for whom he did foreknew, he also did predestinate. He predestinated us for a purpose. And what is that purpose? To be conformed to the image of his son. That's the most wonderful thing. Sometimes we would look uh, we would look just a little, we would just take these things a little as the scripture tells us. But now let's look at this. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So it means he is our brother. Amen. Our bigger brother. Amen. Amen. Now, listen to what he is saying. Now he talks about predestination. I just wonder if the ex message believers are believing in predestination. I'm just I'm just wondering, do, do they believe in it? Because somehow they believe you can actually take yourself to heaven. 
They may not understand what I'm saying because that's basically what they are saying without actually saying it. That as long as you can read the Bible, as long as you believe it that way you believe it, and then, then therefore, and then you do the, the right things, certain right things, then you're okay. Can you believe, can you believe me? Say, how terrible that is. It is insulting to God. Amen. Because when somebody has found a way to save himself, that's the problem we have. How can we find a way to save ourselves when by mere birth we are actually, we qualify for judgment. We qualify to be taken to destruction. But the word of God says, hell is made, or the lake of fire was actually made for the devil and his angels. Amen. It tells you that the purpose of God by his word is to save his people. Amen. Now, you have facts. Your birth has given you facts enough to go to hell. Now, let me just put it this way so that maybe at least we can actually understand. By birth, without doing good or evil, you are worthy of death. By birth, you are worthy of death. Without doing any good or evil. Meaning, saints, let me just take it fair. And please, just listen to me because it's very important. There is nothing good you will do to impress God so that you can gain heaven's entrance. Mm. And there is also nothing terrible you can do to make it worse what you are by birth so that you can go to hell. And God's grace, one cannot do anything to end it. You cannot do anything good to end God's grace. And there is nothing you can do bad enough never to be afforded it. So we need to have these principles laid out for us. The reason why we are bringing these saints is because we realize that here on earth, salvation, when it's supposed to be preached to people as the good news, it is taught to people as the work of a person to gain eternal life or to gain favor with Christ. And that's an error. That's why People can think, okay, I can do it without the apostles. Mm. I can just do it without the apostles. But show us in the Bible who did it without the apostles. Who did it without Paul and the apostles? Because everyone who had to do it in the, old, in the New Testament, even in the Old Testament, was ordained to eternal life. Amen. I just want you to think about it. When you start to try to to, to, to start your church, 
your ex-message believe church or maybe to shift into it that you are starting a process to save yourself now saints some of us here we may not actually have joined any denominations or whatever but we are still working hard to save ourselves oh. and now let's just let me just leave the these ex-people a little bit and then let's just talk to the people of god and ask you have you made it after you have been trying so hard to save yourself have you made it did you qualify eventually you have been doing it all these years what are the the outcomes now let's read the scripture further and then we will come to it he says moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called the word called is invited they are the invited you see <laughs> amen this is to to name by name or to receive a name of or to receive as a name we are, we are talking about call to bear a name to invite that's what it means those whom he predestinate them he also called and whom he called them he also justified and whom he justified them he also glorified i just wanted you to understand we know we can actually just take the the, the 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 four steps of redemption from justification to glorification the truth is we know there are two steps in between Amen. and that's the most important steps we can actually really glorify the lord for Amen. two steps in between which is justification and the baptism of the holy spirit now the reason why paul says justified to glorification is because immediately when God justifies you, he has got what? An end product. He can't justify you and just leave you. He justifies you and also he completes the work. That's why the scripture says he is the author and the finisher Amen. of our faith. Amen. <laughs> I want to repeat that. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. What is that faith? It's just easy. We can just say deliberately, faith is God or God is faith. Amen. Now, <laughs> oh Lord help me. Now, I know they 
the preachers in the X message um, Christianity, they like to say the disciples work in the strength of their faith. There's no such a thing in the scripture. I don't know how do you even come to believe that or make conclusion of that. The things they did had nothing to do with their faith. It means it's an excuse to say that the disciples who are working in the strength of their faith is an excuse to say my faith is not strong enough to perform a particular thing. Amen. It's just an excuse to say COVID can kill me. When the scriptures say, give you promise that it won't. Mm -hmm. So you fail to believe a promise. You take an excuse and it catches you up. Mm. There's no such a thing. Faith is faith. And I want you to listen to me, people of God. The scriptures say, the way they say Jesus increase our faith. Mm. The disciple, he says, if you had Faith as little as a seed. A master seed. A little. He says, if even if it is that little, it has the ability to do that work with that which is big. You see, you must increase. So you don't have the one you're claiming. You claim you have a little, I must increase. Be straight. We don't have faith. Help us with faith. And it's easy because faith cometh. The one we're talking about. Mm -hmm. The faith comes by hearing. Yes, sir. Faith comes by hearing. Now, not everybody has hearing. Yes, sir. It is some that are given to hear. This that he called. This that he predestinated. They have that particular faith. They will have that particular faith. Because, because they will have hearing. If he calls you, he knows. You will hear. You know what he said? My sheep hear my voice. Amen. Stranger will they not follow. I just hope that our dear pastor will understand the scripture does not mean himself. It means the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> you see, my sheep hear my voice. You don't have a sheep, man. You are just a messenger. The sheep belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, he says, my sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. Strangers' voice will they not follow. I just don't understand, why would somebody hear a stranger's voice? Because he's a goat. He's never a sheep. Amen. Mm -hmm. Are you getting that, Saint? Now, let's take it further. When Jesus says this, because his sheep, it is them that belongs to him. They were even in him before the foundation of the world. We need to understand the work of grace. Because normally we call it the work of the cross. But it is the work of grace. Amen. Or the work of God's love. It is God's decision, based on God's decision. It has got nothing to do with eloquence. Mm -hmm. It has got nothing to do with education. It has got nothing to do with anybody's facts. It has got nothing to do with what you did. 
It has got nothing to do with what you are doing. It has got nothing to do with what you will do. It's terrible because when you listen to it, it seems as if it says you can do whatever you want to do. But it says none like that. Because immediately when you are a sheep, the voice you hear will line you up. Amen. It is not what you do. It is the deeds of the voice. My God. You need to understand what I'm saying today, saints. Because your effort will, will hurt you. Your, by your effort, you are going to fail. You have already failed. Now, the scripture says, by faith we are saved, through grace. By grace we are, faith, we are saved, through faith, right? Amen. By grace are we saved, through faith. Now tell me, if you are saved, where does it say you should save yourself? Where does it say you should save yourself? Can you imagine? That God has to send Jesus where you could make it yourself. <laughs> why, would, why would it really need Jesus? I want you to understand that John wept much. Amen. Amen. Revelation chapter 5. John wept much. For no man was worthy <laughs> to take the book. To touch it, not to read it. To look at it, not to read it. No man was worthy. And John wept much. So, if you were worthy, then why would Jesus come? Because at least you could save yourself. Because when we talk about salvation, it is as though it comes out of us. That's why we can tell you that when we were saved, can you imagine? What did we do? We can tell you what did we do when we were saved. Can you imagine Jesus? <laughs> the people tell you, when I was saved, it was 2002. Some will say it was 1979. Some, some will say 1960. When you were saved? By who? Who saved you in 1979? You're supposed to be ashamed of yourself. Can you imagine they say Jesus saved us 1979? Say that's uh, 2005, 2012, 2017, 2020. Some days say 2020. That's when I was saved. Really? That's when you recognize that yes, God sir. saved you. Amen. If he saved you in 2020, then what happened 2,000 years ago? Hmm. Okay, let me just not do that. What happened? What happened from the foundation of the world? Oh, man. Amen. Because the land was slain then yes, sir. as a cover mm. in case man, man failed. Because he knew man is going to fail. Yes, sir. And then he provided an answer before there can be a question. Mm. That's why we need to tell Mr. Maponga that amen, he's the answer because now sin is the question. Amen. That makes us not to know what's going to happen with us. But God did not leave us not <laughs> with uncertainties. I just wonder why Christians have so much uncertainties in their lives. 
for the whole mind. The Lord has never left us with uncertainties. He made sure we will know and we will never have to suffer with worries and stresses because he has done the work completely Amen. without leaving anything undone. The Lord Jesus Christ never left anything undone. He has done the work completely. He has completed the work. Jesus. So we need to understand the work of the cross. The work of his grace. The benefit of his love. We need to understand what is it. We live under the oppression of guilt. Guilty consciousness. We live under the oppression of things we have done, the wrongs we have done. We live under the oppression of the accusation of the enemies. And also those who are our believers, our brothers and sisters, we are afraid of them. Some knowing the bad things we have been and the bad things we have done. Can we imagine? Oh. Yet we claim we are saved. We, we don't even wait, wait there. We say we, we are born again. I don't understand. So if you are born again, how do you end up in sin again? If you are born anew, how did you end up in sin? Again, so that the devil put you under pressure of the things that he rules. So we need to understand and we need to come to reality of what salvation has been to us. He says, for whom he foreknew, he also predestinated to him to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among all many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, then he also called. And whom he called, then he also justified. All right, let's talk about justification. What is justification? To justify a person is to make a person right as though the person has never been wrong before. Amen. Can I repeat that? Yes, sir. To justify a person is to make it right despite any elements of error. All right. When God justified us, he meant you have never done it before. Christians, do we, did we get that? Oh, people of God, did you get it? When the scripture says we are justified, it means to God, it is as though those who believe, those who are the called, it is though they haven't done it before. That's why David has a chorus where he brings praise to God. By revelation he says, blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute sin. My, my. Whose iniquities are forgiven. Can you imagine you do the same things another one did? But to you is not counted. Ooh. We need to understand this because this is not a preaching. This is a reality that Christians should be abiding in. This is a place of refuge. Amen. 
You must abide and hide yourself in what the Lord has done. Amen. Not what you can do for yourself. Just because you can read the Bible, you should be ashamed of yourself. There is nothing. That's why, saints, we need to understand that nature plays a very important role here. Because the very moment we start to accept the salvation that Christ has done for us, it is the moment he is going to start the work of the authoring and the finishing of the faith in our lives as a process. Now, because he has you finished, Oh, is, is that understood? Oh my. He has you finished. He knows your end. Amen. He told us already what is the end of Satan. Yes, sir. And yet Satan, every day, he torments us with things he's not supposed to be tormenting us. Oh. Every day. He told us this man will never prevail against the people of God. Will never prevail against the saints. He told us in scripture that Satan, oh, I just, I just understand why the devil was so against me coming to preach this today. I just want to, I see now. Yes, sir. So people of God, today you need to know that the devil will end up in ashes. Yes, sir. Amen. Not you. He is going to end up ashes. Not you. He can kill me in accident. He can try to bring things. If God allows him, he can try to bring sickness. He can try to bring anything. I'm not going to end in ashes. Yes, but he is going to end in ashes. So therefore, if death comes your way, why are you afraid? Yes, sir. Because your end is in glory. Amen. Those who be justified, yes, them also did he glorify. Amen. That's your end. Your end is glory. Amen. Glorification. Hallelujah. Amen. He is going to end in ashes. Thank you, Jesus. If you understand that, the, the, the effort, your efforts, your tries, everything you're trying to do, your works stops. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to give this. He says, oh my. Come unto me, ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Amen. What is rest? Rest is stop from work. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Now, it means now you have stopped from your efforts. You have stopped from anything you are trying to figure out. Now, I know this ex message believers, they think we, we, we put our trust in man. They should be ashamed of themselves. We know better. There's no way. Our trust and confidence is in Christ. Amen. Who has fulfilled his word without failing. Mm -hmm. And if his word is to be fulfilled, we will have the fivefold ministry Amen. this day again that will be faithful to truth. Amen. And that will see the revelation of the payment of his call. Whom he called. How did he do it? Okay. In Genesis, he closed the gates. He put cherubims with Amen. Fiery swords. Amen. So that if you try to go to the tree of life, you die. But in the New Testament, when it was confirmed, he sent them cherubims. Amen. To do what? To make a call. Amen. Come and see. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't just come. Mm -hmm. You come and you see. Yes, sir. That's why he told me, 
Amen. the kingdom of God. Amen. See his comprehend. Amen. Come and understand this God. Hallelujah. It is the call that has been made. So when you have asked the message, you have asked the call. Amen. Amen. The invitation is upon the anointing that God has released for the time. Hallelujah. And you cannot claim it yourself. There is a way to enter in it. Hallelujah. You Amen. cannot claim it yourself and say, I'm under it. No. Uh, Please God. The Israelites was living with many other nations, but they were the ones that heard the voice of God from the Shachanah. Amen. From the oracles, they could hear the voice of God. And the rest of the people could not hear it. Today, again, the message of the hour is the monopoly truth. Amen. I want to repeat that. Yes, sir. The message of the hour is the monopoly truth. Glory to Jesus. It is the, the, the instrument by which God will produce truth Amen. for his people for this time. My God. Amen. We need to understand what God is doing. God is busy with truth to bring his people together. Amen. So therefore we need to appreciate it. We need to start appreciating it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. It is a nature. The issue here is nature. When the people look at their nature, their old nature that still exists after they said they believed. <laughs> now, I'm going to show you something. You are, you are now calling yourself born again. And now you realize, but my nature continues. Mm. It didn't stop. Mm. Mm. What happened? There's nothing wrong with the weight. Nothing wrong with the preachers. Where did you hear the call? Who called you? Now, you, you, you say this, you don't understand what I'm saying here. Let's, let's just put it this way. Here is a brother. He does not have a wedding garment. And the Lord is asking me, you, you, you are him. But how did you come in? Are you seeing that? How did you come in without the wedding garment? You know, people think they can just have it. No, you don't just have a wedding garment. It is given to you yes, sir. when you enter by the door. Amen. And the door is Christ. Amen. The door is not a man. Is no man on earth. The door is Christ. Yes, sir. But Christ has his doors. Amen. He opens. Amen. He is a door. He opens a door in each and every age. And that door has a message. Amen. To cover you. To give you a garment. So that you may look like the rest. Amen. Look like the rest. Oh, amen. amen. It's not going to separate us with Paul. Amen. We are going to look exactly as Paul is looking. Because the same wedding garment, we are receiving it from one person. Christ Jesus, not a man, not no man. But the problem is, he has his servants. Yes, sir. He sends his spirit. That's where the problem is. That's the issue. Because if you want to receive Christ, you must receive him whom he sent. Amen. Because Jesus is not here. Amen. Amen. He is here by his spirit. Amen. But you receive his spirit by his own program. Amen. His way. You see, the problem is. Let me just tell you something, people. You don't understand that. 
when you go into the kingdom of darkness, you realize how organized the devil is. Mm. The devil has been perfect. Mm -hmm. mm. We, that we do not know what is to be perfect. Mm -hmm. When we were born, we were born terrible already. Mm -hmm. Sinful. The devil was perfect at the beginning. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. After he was created, the man was perfect. Until sin was found in him. Let me just tell you the truth. Sin began with the devil mm -hmm. in heaven, not Amen. on earth. Yes, sir. Are you seeing that? Amen. So now what we need to understand is that he had more time to learn, to study us, mm -hmm. to know everything about us. That's why the scripture says he is wiser than Daniel. Yes, sir. Amen. If he's wiser than Daniel, he sure is wiser than you and me. Amen. Amen. But let me just tell you, greater is he that is in me Amen. than him. He cannot be wiser than him who is in me. Amen. Amen. So the truth is who it is that is in you, brother. Mm. How did you receive him? Glory to God. Amen. We need to understand that. You and I don't understand. So he knows how to distract you from the way of God. Mm -hmm. He knows how to disturb a preacher when he's supposed to go and preach and deliver a message. Wow. He knows how to do that. He knows how to make the church to be out of order. Oh my he God. knows it. He knows what is the approach because the scripture says he was the angel that covered the approach. Oh. Meaning there was no angel that can go to God but through him. Mm, mm. He would stop them and say, what is your reason? All mm. mm, mm, mm. oh, the precious stones was thy covering the scripture says. Oh. He was covered with precious stones. The same stones that you and I are told of of the new Jerusalem. Oh, that God. man had them stones as his oh, covering. God no clue what the devil is. Omar, you cannot take you can you cannot you cannot undermine the devil. Mm -hmm. The devil, you cannot undermine the devil. A person who has the revelation of the message of God understand who the devil is. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now think of it. The scripture says when Michael, mm -hmm. the archangel, was disputing with the devil the, for the body of Moses. He did not use any railing accusations. Yes, Can you believe me? Mm. When somebody who calls himself man of God, who calls himself Christians, and come against another man of God, oh God. in a very, very terrible way, oh with my. all railing accusations and terrible names, oh. it tells you this person has no relationship with Michael Amen. and the rest of the angels and Hallelujah. the people of God. Amen. Amen. When they talk about Brother Abraham, you will know exactly these people has no relationship with Michael, has no relationship with Moses, has no relationship with Paul. Amen. They can quote him, but they not know him. Quoting him does not mean you know him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you people of God, the scripture says, instead of Michael coming against him, he says, the Lord forgive you. Can you imagine? The Archangel Michael had respect for the position of Satan. Mm -hmm. 
Instead, he said, my Lord, the word, rebuke you. He, instead of using his own version about correcting the matter, his own opinion and ideology, he said, let the word do the matter. Yes, sir. Let the word rebuke you. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh. Never call them names. A liar. Uh, we know the devil is a liar. Mm -hmm. He never say you are a liar. You are an imposter. You are this. You are dead. Like they are calling the prophet of God now. Mm -hmm. The ex-message believers are none of the camp of Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. We can hear them speak that this people has no Jesus in them. Mm -hmm. Amen. They has no Holy Ghost in them. Mm -hmm. And we know they don't. And they know they don't have you know themselves. So, your knowledge on earth about what people did and didn't do will never save you. Mm -hmm. It's not your work to investigate the acts of the people. It's the work of Satan to do that. And God will be the one judging the people with the bride at the right time. Yes, sir. They don't even understand what they are doing. It's actually a judgment to condemnation. Mm they not aware of that. But now, Mo, uh, rather, Michael, you understand when a person dies, remember at that time, the lamp of God on earth has not yet been slain. And the devil had a right to him. Because Moses did the things. Moses did kill somebody. He had a right to, to Moses. Because Moses killed somebody. Moses did things against the law. So he disputed him. But Michael said, The Lord rebuke you because this is the chosen of God. Amen. You understand, Michael wouldn't actually come against the Satan and say, You you are you liar, you imposter. Hmm? Against Satan, he couldn't say that. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Lord have mercy. Which spirit is he that ruleth these people? Oh my goodness. Who leaves the Bible and say they're going back to the Bible? Mm. Which spirit is he? So, you child of God, I'm saying to you now, learn the parable of the fig tree. Amen. Learn the parable of the fig tree. Understand the scripture, understand your calling. Praise God. Amen. Because if you understand it, you will know that no man can say anything and cancel or change God's destination about you. Amen. Because he says those who be justified, he predestinated before. Mm -hmm. Those who be predestinated, he also what? Call. Those who be called, he also what? Predestinate. Uh, rather, for, uh, 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 justified. And those whom he justified, he glorified. Amen. So when the devil is trying to change anything, let him know that we are glorified Amen. in Christ Jesus. Amen. It is a done deal. Amen. It is already been done. It's God. All we have to receive is truth. The truth that we are already saved and completed. Amen. We are already glorified. My goodness. Amen. The work is complete. If you work in faith, you walk in faith, then you can see the work completed. Amen. Can you imagine what Job said? 
Job said it when he was shown the beginning. Man. God asked him a question. Where was thou? Amen. When I laid the foundation. What he saw is the end. Oh my God. Praise God. Amen. Listen to what Job says. I know my redeemer lives. Amen. Amen. That's what Job says. Job disregarded everything that was around, everything that has happened. And Job realized that I am a complete product of my Redeemer. Amen. Praise God. You are a product of a Redeemer. And the Redeemer has done the job and has finished the job. When Jesus said it is finished at the cross, the job was completed. Jesus is not waking up every day to see who he shall save. Jesus is not waking up every day to see who me shall be. Oh my, forgive. Oh my Amen. God. Jesus is not looking around to say, oh my, I want to forgive this. Oh, this one is falling again. And so forth. Jesus is not doing it. He has already done it. And it is complete. Amen. Praise God. Amen. He went to the mercy seat, not on earth, but in heaven Amen. with his own blood. To what he entered once. And that entering has completed everything. The sins of the past, the sins of the present, and the sins of the future has already been atoned for. There is no man, there is no devil from hell that can take that from you. Sister, if you understand that, hold on to God's unchanging hand. Thank you, Lord. Man's hand changes, but God's hand stands truth. Amen. Never change. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to understand. Stop trying to change yourself. Stop trying to make it. You can't manufacture salvation. Yes, sir. You can't manufacture a holy, a holy holiness. You can't manufacture perfection. You can't manufacture the righteousness of God. It is a character that is alive in God. If you need it, it will be given to you. Amen. The scripture says, for it is a gift. Salvation is what? It's a gift. It's a gift from God. If it is a gift, there is nothing you did to receive it. There is nothing you did to earn it. Amen. A gift is not a reward. Are you getting me, saints? A gift is not a reward. So do not treat salvation as a, as a reward, as a work you have to do. Salvation is as a work that has been done for you. Yes, sir. Glory to God. Amen. We need to know that Jesus did it for us, sister. Jesus did it for us, brother. And there is no man that can take it from us. Oh. Amen. Amen. The devil will try. The scripture says he will always come to bite, bad bite. But remember. He has given us a power to crush the head. Mm -hmm. Must bruise the head. He bruise your heel, bruise the head. Yes, sir. So we know that the devil will come and bruise the message heel. Amen. Amen. We know he will come and bruise. Amen. A person who has already died. Amen. Bruise his heel. <laughs> I don't know how they get it right. Oh. But we know they are actually, listen to me. There's a snake that comes after the servant of God is done. Is done to do what? To contend, to contest for the body. Mm -hmm. If that, that is the snake, 
You know what? It's a grave snake. Mm. Do you know in a, in a grave there are snakes mm. that, that are busy with the, with the bodies? <laughs> I just want you to understand that. So now we can see that Colin and his crew and the X Message crew are actually the, the grave vipers. Mm -hmm. They come after a person is died to come to try to bring a person back to life and accuse the person. Oh. About the things they couldn't actually question him when he was alive. Mm -hmm. But it's easy. He's already told us. He has already answered for them things. Mm -hmm. If they can just read more or listen more, they will find the answers in the message. Mm -hmm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you the truth. There is nothing wrong when I stand for our brothers. Amen. It does not mean I idolize my brothers. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. We stand in together. Yes, sir. Amen. Yeah. So, when the devil comes against my brother, I stand for my brother. Yes, sir. I don't idolize my brother. Amen. I stand for my brother. Amen. If you love me, call me brother. So we stand for our dear brother. Amen. Amen. Are we seeing that? Amen. Let's be in the name of the Lord. There is something that I want to show you here. It's all about the nature. Now, what we do, what we call salvation, is to try to read the Bible and tells us be holy and manufacture holiness. When a person... <laughs> Do you know what they <laughs> interpret holiness as? As though you have not done any wrong. Mm. It's something that is so clean that nothing, no dust set on it. Mm. That's how people actually think about holiness. The word holiness in scripture simply means to be set apart, to be sacred, mm. special. My car can be special and dirty at the same time. Mm -hmm. Oh, how do I do? <laughs> can be the most sacred thing to me, but yet still be dead. I can lose it, but it's still sacred to me. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm going to do anything to find it back. Mm -hmm. But God is finding it back. It is foretold that Amen. God will find everything that he has lost. Amen. And he says, them that are in my, nobody can unplug them out of my hand. Oh my. Saints, why are we worried with the devil so much? <laughs> he has no ability to unplug you out of the hand of Jesus. Oh. So, so, so people say, I'm saved. Oh, I'm going to try to stop smoking. I'm going to try to stop committing adultery and so forth. They're starting the work now. They're starting to make themselves believers. That's why when they come into the message, the first thing they tell you, stop wearing your trousers. Stop wearing this. Stop wearing that. When will the Holy Ghost convince you? Mm -hmm. It is not right. Mm -hmm. That's why we have sisters in the message who are now busy enjoying and hiding behind these things. Mm -hmm. Because they have been told Stop this, stop that. They have never been convicted by the Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. What that means. So to them, it's unfair not to do it. Mm -hmm. They use all the makeups. They use all kind of things. Because it's unfair that they do. They don't do that. 
They don't see why would we not use me and makeup when a makeup is making me so beautiful. <laughs> so why do you think something can make you up, sister? Up to what? Are you where are you when you are making up? You see, this particular inferior complex that we have brought by Satan. It is something that makes us suffer and bring us stress because we do not know how important the work that the Lord has done in the cross is. Can you imagine? You're trying to do anything. We are trying to do anything to ensure that, 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 that we are safe. They stop this, they stop that. They try this, they try that. And they keep failing. They don't understand what the prophet says. It's not something you do yourself. How will you be able to do it, my brother, if you don't have the Holy Ghost? Let us tell you who have the Holy Ghost. That it is not our effort that produces it. It is the God effort. And that is a work that is complete and is done. Are you getting that now? It's a done deal. Now, let me just show you this. You will love this. Your nature, all right, the nature of the flesh is in you when you are born. You need to understand that you are born with a hereditary nature. You inherit a nature of sin. A nature of inequities, wickedness, evil, and all kinds of things. You inherit that nature. And you cannot just patch up a chicken with, uh, uh, what do you call them? With, with peacock's feathers. You can't do that. You are going to fail this money. Glory to God. Amen. You're not going to do that thing. They want to, to patch up. You know when that chicken tried to, to fly in the all those feathers are going to <laughs> they are going to break away. They are going to fall away. Now, a peak, we can take it together and wash it and we can paint it, put makeup on it. A peak will go back to the mud because it's a peak. Yeah, amen. The only thing that can help a peak never to go to the mud is if we take out the nature of a peak amen. and put in the nature of a lamb. Amen. It's going to behave like a lamb mm -hmm. from that moment on. Are you getting that now? Amen. And nature is an issue. And many people, they come to Jesus, but they want to hold on their nature. Because their nature tells who they are. They want to remain and be known for who they are, not for who Christ is. That's the problem that we have. That's why we struggle so much. We have so much struggle because we want to preserve our old nature. And the new birth is to deal with nature. Mm 
That's the reason why you must be born again. Is to deal with nature. The way born again there is actually born anew. Or born, born from above. Amen. So when you were not above, you cannot be born from above. When you were not above. That's why Jesus told them that I am from above, but you are from below. Amen. So you are not above, you can't make it out. But that will not stop you from having scroll and studying it and teaching it. <laughs> Can I repeat that? Amen. Being, being born from below or coming or proceeding from below that will not change your nature. You come from below, not from above. Number two, coming from below won't stop you from reading the Bible, the scrolls, studying it, and even teaching it. Manufacturing its content and trying to live them. If we can understand that all we need to do is to yield to God's nature. The scripture says, so it says, so that the divine nature can be given to us as partakers. So if that nature is seen in you, it is not your work. Oh, okay, 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 let's just fix this. People of God, you can own a fruit because you bought it, but you know the fruit does not, it's not produced by you. Amen. The fruit comes from a tree. So having a fruit does not mean it comes from you. We know that this fruit proceeded out of the tree. That's why the Holy Spirit tells, the scripture tells us that we must bear forth the fruits of the Holy Ghost. It is not something that we can produce. No man on earth by the nature of this world can produce the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Amen. No man on earth can have the nature of God. How did you manufacture it? You have to be so humble enough to yield to the Holy Spirit so that his nature can be born in you. Amen. He, the Holy Spirit, must be in you so that he may project his own nature My God. in you. The fruits that you see of the Holy Spirit, it, it, they belong, they are produced by the Holy Spirit. It's not a fruit you can produce. You can do everything. You can't produce it. Mm -hmm. That's why the people will tell you, let, let, let's love one another. But when you step on the toes, mm -hmm. this particular person changes and becomes something else. Mm. You stop on our toes. This person is ruthless. He wants to destroy your marriage. He wants to destroy your dignity and integrity before the people that should be respecting you. <laughs> when Michael did not do it, even to Satan. We need to understand these things. It's a nature. Saints, it's a nature. And we are not patient to the work of the Holy Ghost. So that we can appreciate each and every step the Holy Spirit is taking Amen. in our life. He's leading. Because he leads us in truth. Amen. Can you imagine? When the truth is preached to us, it exposes darkness. Because the, the truth is light. Amen. It exposes darkness. So any, by the preaching of the gospel, light exposes darkness. Mm. 
But many people, when the darkness is produced by preaching, they say the preacher was attacking us. That's the problem. That's why we fail so much. Because the preacher is the one who is against us. So what do we do by the nature? Because you still have the nature. If you attack you, it means you do have that particular nature of darkness. That, that needs the light to shine on. Amen. So, immediately when the light shines on your darkness, you're supposed to glorify God. Amen. So, oh my goodness. So that the, <laughs> you are freed. Are you understanding? Right, you are freed from the nature. That's how the Holy Spirit removes the nature. It is by the preaching of the gospel. It takes away the nature. <laughs> when the word is preached, it is not so that we may manufacture something. It's so that we may know. Because knowing will help us. <clears throat> Amen. Now, I remember Brother Deleja made an example of an insect, flying insect, that was put in a bottle. And they put it for a week. And after that, they opened the lid of the bottle. And when they opened the lid, that fly was used to fly onto the lid of the bottle. It was flying like this, from the bottom to the lid. Even after the lead was removed, it was used to fly to the level of the, of the lead. It was limited. Now the lead is removed, yet it is still in Oh, How do you help this insect to fly out of the bottle? Truth will help it. Now, when the lead was removed, it was set free. Mm. Amen. But yet, it is not free. Mm. That's why the coming of Jesus on earth was to set everybody free. Amen. But not everybody has truth to be free. Because the scripture says, you shall know that you, and it shall make you free. Because if you tell the insect that the lid has been removed, you are no longer in captive. You can fly higher and away. That knowledge has removed Amen. everything that was a boundary. Because the boundary was not the lid. The boundary was in here. Amen. Are you getting it now? Amen. So you must know that when the truth is released, which is the message of the hour, the present truth, when it is released, it is to set you, not to set you free, but to actually, because you are set free already, it is to actually let you know or to make you know that you have been freed indeed. Amen. So that you can fly higher as an eagle. Are you getting that same? Amen. So we need to understand the work that is finished. Jesus said it is finished. Jesus is not trying to work now. He said it is finished. That's why he called you and me into his rest. Mm 
Amen. So when you are in his rest, you are in a state where you cannot fall. And then I want to show you in the scripture, in the book of Peter, it says that you cannot fall. If this nature is in you and abound, it will make you to be fruitful. It will never allow fruitful, uh, fruitlessness. And, and, and it will never allow you to be childless. But it will ensure that you do not fall. That's the scripture. Second Peter chapter 1. It speaks of the seven virtues that we call the seven virtues that you add on faith. Add to your faith virtue. To your faith. You know, how did you have faith? How did you have your faith? You had your faith by the word of God that has opened your ears so that truth may make it possible for you to err. You can't err without truth. Now, I know it's, it's one of the things that are actually terrible. They say people... They try to add the virtue. You know what? The virtue is exactly the same as you listen to the word and you allow the truth to shine on their darkness. Amen. And you are freed from that particular darkness. When you say, Lord, you spoke to me, you freed me and I take the salvation today. Amen. I take the freedom. You freed me from that problem. God speaks about an adulterer. Or a fornicator, you know you are this thing. Not because necessarily you do it, because you think about them, you fantasize about them day and night. Instead of taking that particular thing, you are angry mm. that the pastor actually was talking about me, was attacking me. How will you be free from that spirit ever? Mm. You are like a person who, who, who heard the trumpet of Jubilee but decided, I would rather stay with my slave master. Mm. When the word is preached, is to create. For you a jubilee. That's why the word must pave your way to the rapture also. Amen. It has to be a specific gospel. Amen. A special gospel. Specific. It cannot be just a thing. Don't think you can tell me about the preaching of, of Luther. And you think Luther will take me to the rapture. You're supposed to be ashamed of yourself. Not now. Amen. You think Spurgeon, a smoker, he has got Spurgeon has got facts. We love him. You want to quote him to, to, to disqualify the prophet. You quote Spurgeon. My, my. To disqualify the prophet, you quote Luther or somebody else. My God. We love them all. All of them. We, could, we know that God released truths mm -hmm. through these people. Mm -hmm. He used them in his process. Amen. Including the prophet of the last days. Amen. The book of Revelation. Amen. Again then. Amen. So you think the preaching of Persian can produce, can pave way for the rapture in faith? Come on, my brother. You are not living in the time. You are living in this time. <clears throat> because if it would do, it would have overcome the craving for smoking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Luther also. In fact, Wesley had the better than them. Because at least what he produced as the gospel took out the things, the uncleanness. Yes, sir. So that people can start understanding they cannot do such kind of things and be drunkards and still believe that they can walk. And call and claim that they are Christians, they believe. So today we must explain and show you by scripture where it is written, do not smoke. Come on. I don't need the scripture for that. That thing, my nature tells me sin. Even nature itself tells you sin. Why? Because it comes again, nature kills you. They will tell you, uh, you know how the people like to reason. They will tell you even uh, a lot of sugar, a lot of salt, and all this kind of they still kill you. <laughs> well, it's how you control the number of it, the amount of amount that you eat. Because the Lord eats salt too. Let me just say, God takes salt. I know it's painful. He's taking salt. Amen. Amen. And then we know about honey. Amen. That he takes honey too. I, I can I can say more, but I do not know where the Lord ever smoked. But I know that the people will always say, you know, and the smoke went to heaven. <laughs> and God smelled the sweet savor of tobacco. Oh my goodness. Oh people. Hey. <laughs> so children of the living God, it is nature. <coughs> there is no way you can try to change your nature by yourself or to manufacture God's nature. These two things. They cannot even live together. They always live. They always fight. That's why Paul tells us it is the nature, the law warring against the law of the mind, the law of the flesh warring against the law of the mind. It is something that you have. And in order for you to overcome that particular thing, you need a new nature. It is not something that you are going to make up. You must allow the Holy Spirit to actually do it. So people have no patience for the Holy Spirit. They just want to say, to be called, they have the Holy Ghost, when they don't. Your patience on your knees would lead you to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Your patience, God, I need to represent you. How do I do it without the Holy Ghost? Oh God, help me. I need to testify to the people out there. But I I am, oh my, I am afraid if I do, I may fail later. But if your spirit comes and be in me, Amen. and fill me with you, the testimony will remain truth forever. You know, God can fill you, sister. And that's not a lie. So that you have no craving for sin. No claiming for any adultery, any fornication, any kind of sin, any kind of gossip, 
any kind of wickedness, God can cleanse you of all these things. Just believe in Him. Yield yourself to Him. And be patient at your knees. Amen. You will see the results. It's not being born in a message, as they say. It's not being long in a message. It's not reading the spoken words. It is to yield to the work of the Spirit. Amen. Yield to the work of the Spirit. That's why it's a problem. Because it is not defined how you receive the Holy Spirit. The scripture says, while Peter had spake, the Holy Spirit came upon them. Why? Because God saw that these people are receiving the word by revelation. So the word had place in their hearts. So the Holy Spirit found place in their hearts. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's not a thing. It's a person. So let me just tell you, saints of the living God, I'm done. I want to say, the work of the cross is complete. That's why the Spirit says, He started, He justified, and what did He do? He glorified. If you are justified, you are glorified. How many people can truly receive forgiveness of God? Some people are still even thinking that their sins are bigger than God's forgiveness. How many people are truly convinced and have confidence in the work that is finished at the cross? Just because they have challenges in this world, they lose hope to the work of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is to lead you into all truth. That's not some. All truth. Because in all truth is where Every darkness is exposed and entire nature of sin is dealt with. Amen. And that's how transformation begins in our lives. Amen. And one of these days you will realize you will walk in the newness of life. Why? Because you had patience. You had long suffering to give the Holy Spirit chance to work your life without you trying to work yourself. When you know that the devil is defeated, when the devil is defeated, everything that relates to him is also defeated. Amen. Oh, are you hearing me? Amen. The thing of the devil that you hate, that you are worried about, is defeated already. Because the devil is defeated at, at all sides. Is defeated everywhere. Is defeated in everything. Amen. The devil is defeated. So I'm saying to you today, stop being threatened by the enemy. Regardless how he comes. When he comes as a preacher, he still will not scare you. Because you know what the Lord has done for you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You need to know how has he done it. <laughs> You need to know that because it is his ways, it is his thoughts, it is his ways, it is his thoughts. He tells Peter, when thou art converted, the guy has been with him three and a half years. 
He said, when thou art converted, strengthen your brethren. The man all this time is not converted. The man, Jesus said, receive the Holy Ghost. That man was not converted. Being converted is the works of the Holy Ghost. It's not the work you do. Now, today I'm converted. I don't want to do anything. You have people. From today on, it's over. I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to go there again. I'm not going to drink this again. I'm not going to smoke that again. I'm not going to dance that. I'm not going to do Oh my goodness. The devil is looking at you and saying, Oh my God, I have a person here. I have it. I have her by. I'm just having her like this. Chained her. Bound her. Bound him. You are chained by the devil by trying to do it. Why don't you let the person of whom the thing belongs to do it in you? Amen. You have a problem. You hold grudges. You have temper. Ask the Holy Spirit to deal with it. He can give you a perfect conversion so that he can put his nature. Now, you see, that's the problem when the sins are cast out. When demonic forces are cast out, the problem is, some demonic forces is the things we do, the things we inherited. Unforgiveness. Spirit of holding grudges and unresolved issues. We are holding on to those things. They are they are, they, they are heavy on us. So heavy on us, these things. Now, you cannot walk as a free person and enjoy your salvation. Now you want to be saved by saving yourself. Stop saving yourself, brother. The work is done. You are saved, my brother. You are redeemed. You are restored. All you need to do is walk in the path of restoration, redemption, salvation, perfection, holiness, righteousness. Walk in it. That's what God said to Amen. Abraham, walk before me and be ye therefore perfect. You need to understand this. Oh man, he has a path. He will light a path to Abraham Amen. to walk. But walk before the Lord. Amen. And perfection is walking before the Lord. And this day, the bride will walk before the Lord and will be perfect. And the devil cannot take that from him. Amen. This bride will come from all nations, from all countries, will come in many places, Amen. villages, towns, cities, every area, Areas and uh, amen. All areas on earth, the bride is coming out there, walking before the Lord and being perfect. Amen. And the Lord is making her perfect, regardless of every attack of the enemy. The bride is being perfected. Walk before me and be perfect. And the Lord knows that we will be perfect. He was not saying, make yourself perfect. He said, be perfect. You need to understand that is an instruction. Mm -hmm. If you obey it, 
you will be perfect. Amen. See, the word let what did Mary do? Amen. What did Mary do? When the angel said you will have a child, he said, okay, let me just go get a man. Let me just go get a man that will do this. Well, let me just speak to, 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 to Joseph and see if we can do this quickly. He asked, how is the Lord going to do it? And the Lord told him, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. And that which shall be conceived of you, or born of you, shall be the child of the Holy Ghost. Is the child of who? Of the Holy Ghost. It's not a child of Joseph. It's not a child of Mary. The child of the Holy Ghost. So if we need the child of the Holy Ghost, if we need the nature of the Holy Ghost, if we need the righteousness of the Holy Ghost, we must know how he's going to do it. Amen. Amen. And we must say, like Mary, let it be unto me according to the word that said so. Amen. That's why the scripture says, let the redeemed say so. Amen. What does that mean? If the word says, you say, let it be so. And that's how the redeemed gain and grow and mature in the nature of God. Because the nature is of God. The nature is of the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Stop working hard. You don't have to work. Allow him. Allow him do it. Pray and say, Lord, your word said this today. And I realize this is one of my weakness. This is one of the things that I have seen in my life. But let it be unto me according to that weight. Amen. Not according to this nature of the devil that I see. Mm-hmm. So call a devil in your life, the devil. Amen. Not be afraid of the devil. That's why Jesus said to Peter, oh my goodness, what would he say? Steady behind me, Satan. What would they say? Do you remember he said to Peter, reading one of the disciples, get it behind me. Jesus said to them, it's a fact. That woman, so I cannot give the, the children's bread to dogs. They would say, ooh, have you heard what he said? He's the KKK. <laughs> Do you see what he said to this woman? Because it was a Canaanite. He said, no. Jesus is a KKK. You are going to call him the KKK. How can he call another person a dog? <laughs> and we will be glorifying him for saying that. Amen. 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 So be it. Let it be unto me according to the word. When we understand that the word is sovereign. Then we will start asking for the spirit of humility. And that's how we are going to overcome. We cannot be pompous and put in the Holy Spirit's nature. Because the Holy Spirit is a dove. Pompousness is terrible against the Holy Spirit. But humility welcomes him. People of the living God, we need the spirit of humility again. So that we can yield for the nature of God to be seen in us. So that we are not stressing about the things we have done. The wrongs that's in us is the things that we feel, hey, I have done, oh my goodness. 
If the believers can know this one, mm. oh, terrible. Here I have done things in my life. I wonder if God will forgive me. One of the soldiers asked me that. He says, can God ever believe me and forgive me for the people I killed? He said, I don't even know the number. Mm -hmm. He was not a soldier of South Africa. He was a, a, a soldier, an ANC, whatever. What do you call it? The political soldier, the revolutionary soldier. From exile. From exile. The, the, the other ones they call the APLA. Those are the, are the PC ones. God, will God forgive me? I said, yes. That's the reason why I'm here and you are here. God wants to save you. God wants to grant you grace. So that you know what you have done cannot change what he has done already. Amen. All people of God can understand that. He has already done it. Whatever Brother Brandon would ever be would not change what Jesus has concluded about his justification. Amen. Number two is predestination. It's unfortunate it's a predestination because he chose us in himself before the foundation of the world. And there is nothing the devil is going to do to take that away from you. Amen. And there is no man <coughs> that can take it away. God bless you, saints. Amen. Amen, saints. I hope we we enjoyed the word again this evening, saints. My goodness. What a wonderful, wonderful time in the word with the Lord. Amen. Uh, if we conclude the service, saints, uh, can you pray for us?